Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Our good friend Dan McTague, who has a brand new venture underway, and we'll get at that in just a second. Um, former Liberal Member of Parliament, 18 years, uh, an MP, not at all unfamiliar with G20 conferences, attended a few, and uh, has some strong views on what's going on in, or what has been going on in Osaka, Japan. Hey, Dan, thanks uh, for the time. Great to be here on such a beautiful uh, Saturday afternoon. Right? Oh, it's so nice in the studio, I'll tell you. It's just beautiful to sit in here with this lovely <laughs> table and all these great chairs. And you've got six microphones and a, and, a, and, a, and a fan sitting in the corner. Who could oh, want for more? Maybe I should head over there. Who uh, could want for more? Yeah, nice cold drink, let's <laughs> go with it. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, so the word now, and I want, I want you to share your thoughts on this. The word now is, after we watched a Trudeau and G studiously ignore each other, and I think the uh, the emphasis should have been on Mr. Trudeau to, to make an impression on uh, President Xi. Anyway, uh, studiously ignoring each other, now the word is out that they apparently did exchange some uh, dialogue. Uh, Trudeau says he brought up the, uh, the two Canadians, let's call them what they are, hostages, and, yep. uh, and but there was no official agenda meeting. Was this a success? Or something else? I've been there before, Roy, as you know, and I served under Prime Minister uh, Paul Martin as his point man for Canadians abroad. Uh, and in that period of time, consular affairs was, in fact, uh, right front and center when it came to all foreign affairs policies. Uh, nice to talk about it, whether it happened or not, but his opportunity to actually demonstrate to people uh, that he was taking the lives of these Canadians uh, more than seriously, that he wasn't uh, prepared to hold back. China doesn't care, and uh, the only thing it does care about is its reputation. And Canada may not be able to uh, move the country directly, but at least to demonstrate that it's not taking this idly. And that uh, when you mess around with one of our innocent Canadians, uh, you mess around with the free world. And I think China has to get that message. Uh, And if nations don't understand that, fine. Uh, But uh, I made it very clear. uh, One of the things I would have raised right off the top, do you think Dr. Norman Bethune, who uh, helped your army when it was trying to fight in the 1930s, would have been impressed with this outcome? Better yet. We were among the first countries, non-communist countries, to recognize you. And so that isn't meant for China. That's meant really for the world to understand that, uh, pardon my expression, but I'm going to make it very clear. When you piss off a friend, uh, there are consequences. And uh, China can throw its weight around as much as it wants, but day by day, country by country, it's losing friends and it's losing prestige. And that means a lot to that kind that country because, of course, uh, it, uh, it wants to be a world global superpower, but if it's going to act like a bully and a child, uh, then someone's got to call it, and someone's got to out them for it. And that's exactly what Trudeau had an opportunity to do yesterday. Uh, you know, whether it gets these consular cases uh, worked on or uh, gets it to a successful end is not the game at this point. China wants to play the long game. Canada has to be prepared to play it too. And that, by the way, means trade. Uh, take your stuff. If you don't like uh, our, our meat, you don't like our agricultural products, we don't want your products here either. 
someone's got to play hardball with these guys, and they don't have all the cards. Collectively, we can do a hell of a lot more than they can do to us personally. They're just, uh, they're just incrementally squeezing us more and more and more, and, and we're just doing less and less and less yep. to confront them. Well, we seem to be spending too much time uh, chiding people like Donald Trump and his uh, foreign policy. But I'll tell you, it works. The Chinese are getting the message. They're demo getting the message economically because it's hurting them. And, uh, you know, we may not have that kind of uh, economic pull, but we do still have some diplomatic pull, and we should be using it right now. And uh, whether it's the prime minister or not the prime minister, I'll set the politics aside. Uh, the reality is the country has a great reputation globally, and it's one that China would only envy. And if you want to... Uh, if you really want to uh, piss your friends off, then by all means do that. But know that uh, the rest of the world is watching. And I think it's important for people to know that, uh, uh, you know, this is not a regime that's all about trade. This is a regime that's pushing its agenda. It's communist. It's authoritarian. Uh, it's lack of democratic. And more importantly, it's willingness uh, to ignore human rights uh, and international conventions to get its way. So at the end of the day, they're not true global international players. They're bullies and they've got to be treated as such. It's beginning with Canada, pointing it out repeatedly. Now, uh, you did point out today on Twitter that G the G20 is a Canadian concept. Absolutely. I was there with Paul Martin when he uh, pushed it, uh, finance minister, and of course, uh, uh, it was a very successful. Other nations, to be sure, had figured this was a way to, to proceed out of the G7, but it was, right. uh, it was very much a Canadian invention. And the idea was to get many nations, not just the top seven, which don't actually represent the top seven economies, including Canada, uh, to, uh, to begin to discuss face-to-face -face and to have these kind of open fair frank uh discussions so so dan uh, how, how do you how do you think paul martin would have handled this well he would ask me to try to help him <laughs> for one thing uh but beyond that i think he would have probably uh, gone to several players and i'm sure canada's probably tried to do the same uh, in, in a roundabout way but i don't think uh, i saw him speak to other nation leaders uh, where we had difficulty on a consular dimension and uh, there are two ways of approaching it diplomatically politely but there's also firmness and uh, and it was visible. So, you know, uh, there's a, there's two sides in, into this. What you see and what you don't see. And what I'm not seeing is anything that convinces me that this prime minister did anything remotely capable of understanding what his capabilities are. Okay. Canada wants him to put his best foot forward. He didn't. It's a lost opportunity. Now, tell us about your new opportunity. Well, I have spent five years with Gas Buddy, a great company, uh, great people there. Um, but I felt myself uh, at times having to do a lot more. American media versus Canadian media. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Canadian boy, and I love my country, and of course there's opportunities within this country uh, to continue to have that discussion about what's important to Canadians. And energy, energy, energy affordability is, in my view, uh, primordial. It's, it's, it ranks very, very high. The ability for people to make ends meet, to understand how policies are affecting them, impacting them, uh, sometimes requires one to be, uh, to be open and not to be afraid to express these things. Whereas, of course, with Gas Buddy, great app, wonderful, and I'll continue using it. But there's things that I felt uncomfortable in doing. And for that reason, uh, we uh, decided to, uh, to uh, part ways. And, uh, but I'll always uh, you know, signal So, so we, have about, we have about 20 seconds. Tell us what you're doing now. Pardon me? We have about 20 seconds. So tell us what the new, uh, the new approach is. Yeah, so the new gas site is going to be called uh, gaspricewizard.com, basically emphasizing prediction. Okay. And with those predictions, we should be able to give people the uh, same service they've always had before. Yes, you can know where the best prices are, but I'll be able to okay. tell you two or three days in advance where the best prices are. Save Thank you. Bucks every year. Thank you, my Later friend. Right. All the best. Dan McTay, gaspricewizard.com.
Com. That's the new one. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.